Welcome to the Festive Success Show. Your host is Queen Choma. I am an international motivational speaker, a TV presenter, a PR and media coach, and a publicist based in London, the UK. I'm on a mission right now to help you with this podcast show to achieve your amazing goals, your dreams, and your aspirations in a bigger and more profound way than ever before. The Festive Success Show is designed to help you to push for more success. This is something I used to always say whenever I used to go on television and when I was a TV presenter, which I have done for several years. I am here to teach you amazing PR and media strategies, success strategies and ideas for you stepping into greatness. You are going to be inspired by my powerful, inspirational and fabulous guests. Interviewing celebrities, influencers, YouTube stars, entrepreneurs, author speakers, TV presenters, actresses, models, beauty queens, you name it. The Festive Success Show is a show for you to cling to, a show for you to listen to and keep coming back to because it's going to change the way you see life and the way you reach for your dreams. Are you ready? Okay, hold tight. Let's Let's do do it. to another episode of the Festive Success Show. You're with yours truly, Queen Choma, and I'm really, really happy that you're here because in this season, we do need a lot of encouragement. We need that boost. We need to be able to know that we can still do amazing things because it hasn't been easy for anybody. So today I have a delightful guest on the show. She reached out to me when she heard me on a podcast show and it was one of the best interactions because she is so fabulous and impactful and I really love networking with powerful women entrepreneurs. Her name is Monique Russell. She is based in the USA in, in Atlanta, Georgia. She is a inspirational teacher, a communication expert specializing in keynotes and workshops. She speaks on some of the largest stages and has met celebrities like Lisa Nichols. She has an MSc and also a degree in PR. Along with being a trained DISC facilitator, a certified life coach, she is from the Bahamas and Nigerian. That's her beautiful heritage. And she's a regular contributor to Thrive Global and has been on different media platforms, from radio stations to magazines. Help me welcome our wonderful guest today. Welcome to the show, Monique. Thank you for joining me and thank you for joining us. Oh, yes, Colleen. Thank you so much for your fabulous introduction. I was listening. I'm like, is she talking about me? <laughs> you are so welcome. You actually have a very high profile. You've achieved so many things. And I can't wait to ask you questions about your career and all the things you've been able to achieve. My pleasure. Okay, so when did you decide to step into this world of being a clear communications international inspirational teacher that focuses on communications? So I I don't know if I decided to step into it. Uh, more of it, it was chosen for me um, because when I was a little girl, I started performing since the age of five. I will never forget getting on stage and it started off with ballet, then it moved into national arts performing uh, festivals and speaking in church and facilitating events. And so I would say part of it actually chose me. It's that thing where you 
you realize like you have some gifts or the people around you, especially my mom, realized that I had a gift. And some of my teachers and, you know, people around me when I was growing up, they, they saw that I had this and they created space for me and opportunities for me to step into that. Um, I didn't actually connect to it and say, well, this is what I'm going to do as a as a mission, a part of my mission until much later in my life. Um, right. Yeah. I would say it chose me and then I grew up into it. Mm, what would you say three people that have really believed in you the most on your journey on this path and journey in regards to your communication work and the speaking that you do around the world mm. oh my god there's so many people you said three there's so many people that have influenced me and positively inspired me and helped me along this path so my mom for sure hands down I got to give it to my mom my mom has been my number one from day one from when I was a, a little girl I mean practicing my performances um, creating my presentations I mean even up until today when I am doing a presentation we get on the phone we talk it through I mean she is just I, I can't say enough about having her in my life wow. uh, from so many but now if I say in recent years like probably in the last uh, few years I would say one person that has really been a positive impact in my life is Dr. Deborah Johnson Blake and I connected with her through a women's empowerment coaching program called Woman University mm-hmm. and it was basically focused on your spiritual gifts. I had already invested in coaches, you know, business coaches, um, life coaches, but this one was more around your spiritual gifts. And I learned that I have that gift of teaching and I have that gift of administration and I have that gift of compassion. And she was connected with me and it was like, you know, you know, when you have someone who is so excited for you, who can just really shine a light for you to step into and, and also give you open, honest feedback. Like when I am in my thoughts, thinking too many things, she would always reel me back in. <laughs> um, I would, I would definitely say you call it Dr. DJ for short, but I would say she has been a huge impact in my life, pushing me, encouraging me to do things, um, supporting me behind the scenes, praying with me, Mm. um, just really holding the vision. Because sometimes you see that vision and you don't know if others around you see what you about how to communicate that or how to step into the mission of what you're doing. But when you see someone who can come alongside you and see it for you and even see bigger for you, I'm like, wow, I got to step into this, you know, Um, and then the third person, I wouldn't even say a person, but I would say a group of people have been um, my family, you know, my my family, the people that I want to impact the most. I mean, what are you doing this work for if you can't impact the people that raised you, the people that inspired you, the people that love you, that know you when you're on stage and off stage. And so I would say um, one of my brother-in-laws, he's been really supportive of me and my family in the Bahamas as well as, as well as my Nigerian crew. You know, it's just like, you got, yeah, you got, you got these folks that are like, wow, I, I go to family events and I go to family functions and I say, wow, they come up to me and they say, Monique, I was following what you posted. Oh, you're shining so brightly on us. Keep doing what you're doing. 
And for me, that is the ultimate momentum. If I don't hear it from anybody else, but I know that I have an opportunity to impact like my kids or my little cousins or my um, siblings, that for me is just beautiful. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're going to have to have that courage for yourself before you can even get to the point where your family um, is at a stage to say, yeah, this is good. I mean, some of them will automatically, no matter what you do, because they're about you, they, they will support you. But a lot of times you need to start on that train and on that path and build that internal fortitude to connect to your mission while you're on purpose um, until they're belief catches up with yours. Yep, 100%. (laughs) Okay, so I guess I would love to ask you another question. And this one will be in regards to communications. Now, I know you have a strong background. Um, I would love to know about your credentials, because obviously I know what those credentials are. I have your media kit right in front of me, and I've I've worked with you a little bit before as well. And I think I would love for you to share the credentials that you developed yourself. You educated yourself, you learned about the field that you're in and, and various fields that are related. So I'd love to hear about that. I guess that's one side of the question. And then the other side of the question is, how has this helped you to perform in your career? As in, has it impacted your career positively or does it make no difference? Mm, okay, so let me just say, what I did is I went off to school and I studied journalism, broadcast journalism. So I have an undergrad degree in broadcast journalism. And then I was trying to get a job and I couldn't get a job in broadcast journalism. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, what I was trying to get and what was offered to me was like $12,000 a year and who could live on that, right? So it just didn't work out that way. But everything always works out in divine order. The other thing I did, I went on to get my graduate degrees in one in advertising and one in public relations. So I have graduate level training in PR and advertising as well. And then I'm here on... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, And then uh, later on, I got trained and certified as a DISC facilitator. So DISC is a personality assessment. And it really just allows you to learn more about your dominant communication styles. I actually do workshops and assessments using DISC. That's a part of my uh, service in my practice. And I also got a life coaching uh, certification as well. And I would say the certifications are great. They are, for me, um, I use them, yes, because when I studied broadcast journalism and then when I actually worked as a reporter, investigative reporter for a period of time, interviewing skills and I had the you know the tonality experience I remember one time in my program we hired a we brought in a a voice coach Mm -hmm. and she was very expensive Um, I think back then they were paying her like 300 bucks an hour and we had the privilege of having her come into our program and working with us doing exercises with us on our tone so and, and at that time you know if you had a higher pitch tone or just using strategies to open up the airways to the back of your throat road so that you can, if you're doing a lot of talking, you know, you're going to have to open up your airways and then warming up your lips, different exercises and strategies, because when you reduce your tone, you sound more confident. So like I'm talking to you, you sound more confident. You come across as more um, commanding or sure of the information that you're delivering. As opposed to if I was talking so high and I was like, oh my God, you know, you might have a different understanding of me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Totally. 
Italy. So, <laughs> yeah, so just different techniques. So I definitely say, yes, my training was worth it. Um, I didn't end up working in PR or advertising, quote unquote, for a specific company, but I ended up doing it for my own company. And that's when I was trying to figure out in the beginning what I was going to do, who I was going to serve. If it smelt like communications, I was like raising my hand for it. I can do it. I can do it. And then I realized that you know, it's really important to narrow down and focus and through hiring coaches and really having a stronger self-awareness and connected connection to my purpose, mm-hmm. I realized that my lane is where I am, which is effective communications internally and externally. So PR, no, it's not my thing. Advertising, no, that's not my rub. You know, want to do PowerPoint presentations? Please, please don't ask me to do that. No, no, no. And helping you to learn more about who you are, by giving you strategies on how to build your presentations, how to connect with your audience, how to share your stories in a way that you feel comfortable and authentic. And then using techniques to help you keep the conversation going so that you can build your visibility and credibility internally and externally. That's that's what I do. You're going to different countries. You are making a in-person impact, not just online. And I think that that's what I really love about you. The fact that you're doing both. So you are visible online and then you're visible in real life. And I just love the fact that you're, you were willing to get the credentials, but you, you also developed your online presence and your offline presence. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. So what I do want to talk to you about is the very fact that you do have a very strong profile. And I'm not just talking about your credentials. I'm talking about your media presence, because that is one of the things that I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are not really gravitating towards or they are really lagging behind with this. And I don't actually always know the answer to why they don't want to go for it in regards to PR and media. Why is it that you, in a way, didn't let fear or those limiting beliefs, you didn't let the typical fears and worries that may come up stop you from allowing your brand to get out there and be in the media? Mm. I mean, I have fears too, just like everyone. I'm human. But I think what drives me most is my mission, my connection to my purpose. And, and it's to help people communicate at home and at work. And I do that in a, in a multitude of ways. So how I do that is with the workshops or with the speaking engagements or the media interviews. I feel like what drives me is that I know for sure that at the core, this is is what I'm here to do and this is who I'm here to serve. So I just, I don't know, in my mind, I I use positive mindset strategies. I use like affirmations. You know, I love the ones that you shared. Um, they're so amazing. They're so amazing. I have them on my wall along with my other ones and I read them. I read them frequently. Wow. Because I do believe in, in the mindset and visioning because visioning has been so powerful for me. But I believe that I, am, I, I was born to be seen. I was born to share my voice and I was born to help others with what I've overcome or what I've been challenged with. I was born to to listen, to create a space of compassion for folks. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up following celebrities. I didn't grow up with TV, uh, watching a lot of TV. In fact, during the week, I had one hour that I watched my favorite TV show. But I love learning. I love connecting with people. And so I think when you, this, this speaks to the power of what you put into your mind. Mm. Okay, 
I am quickly interrupting the episode to let you know that this episode is sponsored by She Rises in the Media Online Conference. This is a live event that's coming up in May 2020 that I'm hosting for women entrepreneurs, global women entrepreneurs from different parts of the world. She Rises in the Media Online Conference is more than a conference. This event is also a promotional opportunity for you to promote your fabulous business, to really promote what you are doing directly to a lot of media sources along with live audiences. We are calling girl bosses, female coaches, women entrepreneurs, creatives, authors, speakers, leaders to participate in this event. We are searching for 21 fabulous women worldwide to participate in this conference from different industries. If this is you, if you are one of the ladies, make sure you apply today by going to queenchomamedia.com forward slash she rises in the media for just checking the show notes and click on the link so that you can get information about the She Rises in the Media conference. Now back to the episode. Um, when you're following and you're consuming a lot of media, it influences how you think, how you behave subconsciously, consciously and subconsciously. And you don't know what you're you're feeding yourself. All of a sudden, I would see, you know, people wearing the same thing you know, several times because the trend has already started, right? It's a, it's a trend. When you aren't exposed to a lot of that and like now I don't follow a lot of news. I know that was one thing that you told me. You're like, look, you're going to have to schedule time in your week <laughs> to follow and catch up. Typically, I, I connect with people who follow all the time and I'm like, catch me up. What's going on? Um, because I believe so much in the power of what I put into my mind. So when I encounter, and I've had this happen, like I've gone to events where there are still celebrities and I don't know who they are <laughs> and people are just drooling and this that and oh my god do you see so and so and I'm like hey who are they <laughs> and I think what it does it just removes the barrier because I haven't been seeing them on tv like oh look at all of that stuff they're doing look at how you know huge and famous they are it just removes that barrier for me so I can approach them and have a conversation like I approach my girlfriends like hey What's going on? You know, your dress looks nice. The same way I would approach anyone. So I don't have that starstruck um, celebrity, starstruck limitation, if you will. And I think that's part of what holds people back. And the other thing is just the fear of looking like a failure or the fear of messing up. And it's real because if you're in the media and you mess up, I mean, they will have a field day on you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> and, and I have those concerns, too. If your mission is driving you and you're on purpose and you're on fire, you have to be courageous enough to step out, stand out and say, you know what, Oof, I'm just going to get it done. And sometimes when I feel like, oh, I don't want to share this. I don't want to say this. I don't want to go here. I trick my brain. I get myself geared up and then I just do it. Wow. Interesting. I would love to ask you another question. And this is in relation to obstacles. How can a entrepreneur, a speaker, a author, a thought leader, or someone that really aspires to have a speaking career handle obstacles and challenges that may arise on their journey? 
Be prepared, definitely. I would say be prepared no matter what you're doing. Don't wing it. Treat every opportunity as a gift and know first and foremost that you are there to serve the audience. It is not about you. It's not about you and your fabulous clothes and you know your high stilettos and you know how wonderful your hair color is. Although you need to look cute too, you know, you, you, you want to look cute too. <laughs> totally. But know first and foremost that the, the media is just a platform for you to elevate and amplify your voice and your message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to be grateful that you're being allowed this huge platform. I mean, I'm sure you're, you're amplifying your voice on a daily basis on social media with people close to you and your family. But now you can 10x, 15x, 20x your message. And so recognize it with the gift that it is. Appreciate it and respect it by preparing for your audience. Don't just think that I'm going to go on here and just say whatever I want to say. And, and then in that preparation, make sure that you are clear in your message. Nothing is more confusing than trying to figure out well, what what are they really trying to say? Like, what, okay, what's the, what's the big what's the big deal? What's the point? So be clear in your message. And if you don't know how to do that, work with someone who can help you get clear in your message. Yeah. Yeah. Maintain a learning mindset or a mindset that everything is in divine order. That's a mindset that I, I choose to use. You don't have to use, but it works for me. There's going to be things that go wrong. Technology will go wrong. Maybe you might show up and the timing might be off and someone went longer before you and, you know, pushes you down to another time slot or maybe, I don't know, there's so many things that can go wrong. But one, if you're prepared with your message, at least you'll be solid and strong in that area. I totally understand what you're saying. I really do believe that it is so true. Like being the kind of person that's able to have that positive mindset, navigate, be able to really bounce back when things do go wrong and actually understand that your attitude and your behavior is so important. I know for a fact that people have referred me for so many opportunities and put me forward for speaking gigs or whether it's putting me forward for media interviews and said, yep, yeah, she will be amazing. She'll do a great job because of the fact that, like you said, it is about having a great attitude. And I've displayed that great attitude, being able to work effectively with people and just, you know, having the charisma, being positive and optimistic and enthusiastic. So I do love what you're saying. Nobody likes working with someone who can't mend or twist or bend. Think about those organizers and the people who are producing. If there's an issue, you know, don't be all fussy and, you know, just complaining because they're not going to call you back. Mm -hmm. And they definitely won't refer you to anyone or open up a door to um, any additional or spinoff opportunities because you haven't built a positive relationship. Totally. I guess my follow-up question would be, What's more important to you, the media relationships that you build or your credentials? Is it about like who you know and who knows you or is it really about your credentials? Yeah, I mean, relationships beats credentials any day of the week. I mean, I've had opportunities and doors open for me just because of relationships of how um, I thoughtful I've been or how I've showed up and prepared and delivered value. I had one organization, Queen, that I did a presentation for and that organization, not the same person, but that organization brought me back at three different locations because I was referred to different people in that organization. 
How do you go about getting clients or speaking gigs? What are the ways that you do to attract these opportunities? Well, um, most of them I got from relationships, from developing relationships. And I would just say those came from different different angles. So perhaps someone heard me speak at an event and they said, oh, I want to bring you into my organization. So it would develop from there. Or um, I would be in a conference. I love going to conferences. I love learning and I love meeting people at conferences because we're, we're all in the learning mindset. And so I remember particularly for one government organization, I was I was investing in myself. I went to a conference and I was learning some new strategies, learning some new communications tools. And there was an individual in that session. There was probably only 12 of us that day. And so we were learning and we were building relationships. And from there, that sprung into something else, another opportunity. So, you know, just being able to wherever you go, this is why it's so important to be authentic because you never know where your next breakthrough may come. So you, you want to be able to, to build relationships no matter where you go and don't just look at it. Oh, I'm only here to learn. I'm to get out of whatever you, you just don't know. You don't know who knows who and what they say six degrees of separation, but where I live in Atlanta is two degrees. Okay. <laughs> it's two degrees. So I, some opportunities definitely I pitch for, I, I go out, you know, cause if you build it, they will come does not work. You have to go out for it and ask for what you want. You have to prospect. You have to look at where you want to work, where you want to speak, who do you want to connect with and go find them and then talk about it. Yes, yes. I love everything you're saying. And I would love to follow up by asking you another question. And this question relates to what are the biggest mistakes that you see within the industry or advice for those starting out? So what would you say to what can they avoid doing or what, what's just not working in the speaking world in regards to how they can show up as a speaker? Right off the top, um, I would say is not investing in yourself, not taking that seriously and continually um, upgrading, not putting in the time to prepare because, I mean, you're not competing against anyone. You're competing against yourself, of course. But if you don't keep that development going on, how are you going to show up and give value, significant value to your audience. So one thing I, I would say, I wouldn't say cringe, but you know, that, that is concerning is, you know, when I hear individuals say, well, it's not working for me or I could never do it. Well, yes, you can. What have you done? If you just say that you're wishing and hoping, but your actions and your behaviors aren't lining up with the desire that you want, then yes, it's going to be difficult. So I would say have the mindset that you deserve it. You do deserve it. If you want it, you deserve it and go after it. But when you go after it, please prepare, come correct, do your work. Don't just go and pull something off someone else's website and, and call yourself what they call themselves. Don't be a copycat because trust me, I mean, that's not sustainable. It's not going to help you in the long run. It's actually going to damage your self-confidence and self-esteem. So you think you're putting yourself 10 steps ahead, but you're actually taking 40 steps back internally. So definitely do the work. The other thing I would say in terms of folks that want to be a speaker, um, stick with stick with what you know. Don't just pick a topic that sounds nice to you. Stick with something that 
you know, that you can understand, that you can speak from experience from, because it's going to be easier for you to tell your stories or weave stories in there. And when you speak with some from some place that you understand, you don't have to know everything because no one knows that. But if you have some some solid awareness or experience in that area, start there because it's going to give you additional confidence. One thing I really, it just frustrates me is sitting in a room or in an audience and I hear someone talk about a cookie cutter or a textbook approach to the same topic that I've heard 15 times. Be seen as different. You know, there's so much noise in the marketplace that if you're saying the same thing as everyone else and you're, you don't have that depth, you're not going to go far. So stick with what you know, uh, develop yourself in that area. And, and just remember to keep the mindset that if you want it, you can have it. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would love to find out how you found working with me because you actually have credentials in PR already. And so sometimes people might think, well, I already have, you know, a PR media degree or they have a communications degree or they've studied journalism or they might think they already do their own PR. So they don't need a publicist or they don't need to work with a PR and media coach. And what we did together was we worked together through my 90 minutes intensive, the PR and media makeover session, which consists of a two page review. I used to do a video critique as well, which um, I did for Monique. Then of course, the PR media bundles. So let me know how you found working together. What did you really enjoy and, and how did it help you and your business? So, and that's what I'm saying. So even though I have credentials in a PR, I, I, that's not what I do. And I haven't done, done anything for years. So you have to be able to have the mindset that you can always learn. Don't think you know everything. <laughs> Definitely don't think you know everything. But working with you has been so wonderful because your energy. I heard you on Giselle's podcast podcast, the digital boss. And as I was preparing for my own podcast episode with her, your episode stuck out to me. And I was like, oh, wow, I love this girl's energy. She's so smart and just beautiful and vibrant. And, and so I reached out to you. And I guess that's the power of showing up as well. But when I uh, when I started working with you, I, I learned I learned I'm, all, I'm already in the affirmation um, space because I feel very positive about having a good mindset. But when I saw yours specific to the media and PR and the publicity and I'm like, oh, I read them and I'm like, I'm showing up every day on social media. I just, you know, the <laughs> the affirmations were so inspiring and you can write affirmations on different areas of your life, but they're very powerful and you didn't keep them bland and boring and you're like, woohoo! You know, so I feel the energy and I love that. And I think that helped as well as like the wardrobe pieces, right? Having having the wardrobe. So in terms of getting ready and staying ready so that when you do have an opportunity, you don't have to start thinking about, okay, what am I going to wear? You know, you're already preparing for the next opportunity. That helped a lot. And of course, you know, we talked about me not following so much news and really building in that in that piece in because I have had situations where I was in the room with someone and I didn't know. I've had, I've had that a lot of times, but there was one in particular 
particular where I was like, oh my gosh, I really wish I researched this person or knew this person. And sometimes my fear is when I go into a space where I don't know what's going on, that's when I look foolish. And so, yeah, so making sure that you, you know, take the time to read up and stay abreast of what's going on, you know, you can limit it and minimize it. That was very helpful for me as well. And then of course the media page, I didn't have a media page on my website. I had, I had the content in different areas, but I didn't have a media page specifically. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. You have your media page up. Oh my goodness. And it looks amazing, by the way. And I also love the fact that you have really taken these tips and strategies on board when we had our PR and media makeover session and that you've been going through the bundle and getting results. So well done, fabulous lady. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't have a media page, but I do now. And so it just communicates that, hey, I'm open. And, and in fact, it has actually been so useful for me because um, I had a few speaking engagements and someone asked me, can you send me your bio? I just sent them straight to the media page. You can pick and choose. I have a short intro bio. I have a long bio. I, I have all everything that you need. You don't have to worry about headshots or topics. You just go right there. Yeah, those, those areas have been really helpful and just connecting with you because your energy is just positive and wonderful and I always enjoy when we speak. Oh, thank you so much for sharing this. It's so beautiful to hear all of these things. I'm so happy to see you shining and making so much progress and I also love the fact that you were willing to invest and work with me even though you already have credentials like a PR degree and so on and so forth but you're still willing to learn from another person in the field that has expertise to share. So I do love the fact that you believe in investing yourself and believe in getting yourself out there and you're doing amazing. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And I, I am receiving everything that you said. All the cinematographers. Yes. Keep speaking. <laughs> so now I would love to ask you a more lighthearted question and I would love to ask, what do you love doing for fun? Well, we are all sports people. So sometimes we go to the tennis court and we play tennis. Uh, we love long drives. So those things are fun for us. Sometimes we go bowling. Um, but my favorite is the beach. I don't know why. It's just my favorite. I love going to the beach. My boys love going to the beach. My husband's the beach. I don't know. We're just beach Beach people. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun indeed. And I do think it's really good that you have a good relationship with your kids. And, you know, you mentioned your mum before, the fact that she's had so much of an impact on your life. I think it's amazing that, you know, you are about really bonding with your family as well as being successful and success driven. Okay, so now I'd love to ask you in regards to your favorite vacation spot or the country that you might want to even help, you know, because I know that giving back is something that's really important to us as entrepreneurs. So do you have a place where you feel like you want to give back? Maybe, maybe Nigeria. I don't know if it will be another another place, but I know that we do come from Africa as well. So maybe that might be placed on your heart. Let me know. Wow. Mm, Queen, you stuck me there. Let's see. What would I do? Well, part probably do donations to my hometown in Grand Bahama, which was hit by Hurricane Dorian, um, devastated by Hurricane Dorian. So actually, I talked about this um, last week. I would probably work on um, assisting 
with some housing, housing needs. And um, that's the, the most immediate or quickest thing that comes to my mind right now. So I would probably do some sort of humanitarian effort. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yes. It's my intention to do more work in that area, to be honest. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this. Thank you so much. So please do now go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you so that they can follow you and and connect with you on social media. Yeah, definitely. You can find me all over the internet as Clear Communication Coach. So LinkedIn, Clear Communication Coach, Monique Russell. Facebook, Clear Communication Coach. Instagram, Clear Communication Coach, and my website is Clear Communication Solutions. And you can all just reach out to me. There's always things that I have coming up. I have trainings, virtual trainings. Um, I have live events. I definitely want to stay plugged in and connected for that. And also the training workshops that I provide. Training workshops in multicultural communications, confidence building skills, um, mastermind programs for public speaking. Just reach out to me, stay connected, uh, get on my mailing list. And thank you so much, Queens. Thank you so much, Monique. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Go along and check out the show notes where you'll see her website. Monique's website will be there. You'll be able to follow her on Instagram and on you know LinkedIn and, um, and just stay connected with her. So please do indeed look at the show notes and go and follow her. And let us know what you thought about this episode. We want to hear from 